What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, today we're debating deplatform or debate, and we are starting right now. With Demon Mama's opening statement, thrilled to have you here, Demon Mama. The floor is all yours. Hello, everyone. My name is Demon Mama. Um, I'm a political entertainer here on YouTube, um, and I do a lot of debate. So I'm here today to discuss uh, deplatforming and debate as tactics for challenging uh, bad and potentially harmful um, ideas and positions. Um, so first, I think I will start by uh, defining deplatforming. Deplatforming, by my measure, is an, a cooperative social act of protest that involves boycotting or bringing attention to um, violations of the terms of service of various uh, media platforms such that that platform can enforce their TOS appropriately against the violator of that TOS. Um, I want to make sure that we don't go into this conversation confusing deplatforming with government censorship or the censorship of art or crackdowns on journalism, because these are not the same thing. And while there are many, many tactics that could be considered deplatforming, um, some of them more extreme, some of them uh, more mild, um, it would be, in my opinion, foolish of us to disregard the value of deplatforming as a as a broad tactic. Deplatforming is an incredibly common social phenomenon, which allows for, so for society or social groups to potentially solve issues with hateful or truly dangerous ideas without involving the government or any government entities. It has been practiced for most of human history, from people refusing to attend speeches to people outright protesting those speeches. And in and of itself, it can, it can be considered a free a act of freedom of speech in its own right. While some figures in modern politics have decried deplatforming as some sort of horrible um, tactic of fascists or whatever, in truth, it is nothing more than one tactic in a large societal toolbox in which we counter various ideas. I think it would be foolish of us to disregard uh, deplatforming as valuable, and I've brought uh, quite a lot of uh, interesting information for us to discuss um, as a part of that broader conversation. So thank you very much for having me here today, and I'm looking forward to discussing this uh, back and forth. Um, uh, James, and with you, Tom. 
Absolutely. Thanks so much, Demon Mama, for that opening statement. And want to let you know, folks, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. And, folks, want to let you know we have many more juicy debates coming up, including the one that you see on the bottom right of your screen with Vosh and T-Jump next week, as that's going to be an epic one. And so hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, as well as that notification bell so you don't miss it. And with that, we're going to kick it over to Tom for his opening statement. The floor is all yours, Tom. Uh, thanks, James, for hosting us. Thanks, Demon Mama, for showing up. I appreciate the conversation. So my position on deplatformer debate is that you should pretty much always debate. Uh, deplatforming is really not a useful idea. You don't have the right to determine what other human adults have the right to listen to. Uh, secondly, they could be right. The people you're deplatforming could be right. Just deplatforming them because you disagree and you think they shouldn't have a platform is obviously wrong because they could just use the same tactic against you. If they're the ones who have the platform, they can just say, oh, no, well, we don't like what you're saying, so we're just going to ban you so you can't say it. And obviously that's wrong. Seeing how it, what would happen if it was applied to your own ideology shows why the same tactic can be used to restrain true ideas just because you don't like them. Like that's what China does. China deplatforms anybody who doesn't say exactly what they want to say or what, what they want to hear. So clearly deplatforming can be abused in many cases. Like some of the more obvious cases is like when Ben Shapiro, when people were like pulling the fire alarms for Ben Shapiro, like a bunch of people invited him to come speak and paid for him to come speak. And a different organization who was protesting against him pulled the fire alarm so he couldn't speak. And clearly that's wrong. Like you don't have a right to infringe on someone else's freedom to listen to a speaker they want to listen to. You don't have the right to stop that speaker in a platform that you didn't pay for, that isn't yours, just because you don't agree with what they're having, what they have to say. That's clearly something that's wrong. Secondly, deplatforming doesn't solve any issues. It doesn't accomplish anything. Um, now, debate doesn't really move a lot of people. Like, as a professional debater, I know you don't really convince a large population of what you're actually saying. It's usually in the single digits at best. But when people do come to your ideology, like Jordan Peterson being a huge movement, it wasn't that his arguments won people over as much as they already had this ideology or the similar values invested in who they were as people. And then they had some figurehead in order to uh, associate these values with. So the beliefs essentially were already in the people or the, the right, the same values that they had. So deplatforming Jordan Peterson wouldn't have stopped those people from believing the things they already believed. All it would do is just get rid of their figurehead, the thing that they can associate those values with. And the same is true of any kind of platform or debate topic. Really, the speaker isn't convincing all these people. They're just giving someone or they're providing someone to which they can identify the same values to their audience. And the reason this is important is because when you see this in society, you can recognize that those values are there. Like these people have these values and this is something we need to address, whether it's good or bad. And if you just deplatform the person, you would never know this. You wouldn't have the same information and demographics on who has these positions, why they have these positions. You wouldn't have the opportunity to engage with these people, to learn how to motivate them. And debating them is a great opportunity to do this because you can learn what the most powerful arguments on their side are that are convincing the vast majority of people or, or that they do identify with. And then you can learn how to counter them. Uh, one of the biggest threats in deplatforming is that, well, the opponents could be right. They could actually have a good point that is a counter to whatever your ideology is, and you're just dismissing it, brushing it under the rug, when in fact you should be addressing it. Because when you do address 
the positions of the other side, it makes your ideology better. That's the benefit of debates. To quote the Fundamentals of Chess 1883, the only way to get smarter is by playing a smarter opponent. And so if someone you disagree with and you think is wrong is getting a large following because their arguments are very compelling to people, you shouldn't deplatform them because you disagree. You should be addressing what they're saying and make more compelling arguments and learn from what they're doing. And I think that this idea of just discarding anyone who we disagree with is clearly fundamentally wrong and immoral, especially because you're deciding what other human adults should be allowed to listen to, which is clearly not okay. And I'll conclude there. Thank you very much, Tom, for that opening statement. Want to let you know several things, folks. First, our guests are linked in the description, so we encourage you to check out those links, and that includes if you're listening via the Modern Day Debate podcast, as we're thrilled to be available on podcasts now. All of our debates are both on YouTube and there. Also, want to encourage you folks, want you to attack the arguments, not the person. And so, 99% of you do a great job of this. The other 1%, if you refuse, we will hunt you down and destroy you. And also, though, folks, really want to do let you know about this as well. In particular, that's actually it. All right, thanks so much. We'll go into the open dialogue. Want to let you know both Tom and Demon Mama, if it gets too rowdy, we will break it into three-minute intervals as people really do want to hear what you have to say. And so that way we can interrupt, or I should say prevent any interrupting, and that way the people do get to actually hear you. So thanks so much, and the floor is all yours. Yeah, um, there's a lot of things I could respond to here. Um, there were a couple of points brought up that I, I sort of, I feel like I already addressed. Um, I don't think that this discussion um, is relevant to um, state censorship, like we discussed um, in China, that in my opinion is not an example of deplatforming. That is an example of state and government censorship. Um, in addition, um, Deplatforming is is it's not as simple as just being like ah oh, well just respond to whatever bad thing someone is saying. For example, to 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 give an extreme but illustrative example of this, um, anti anti Nazi people were not given a platform to respond to Nazis during Nazi Germany. There is problems with uh, the idea that all people are given an equal platform. Many times, the reason why deplatforming is taken as a tactic or is undertaken as a tactic or an attempted deplatforming is, is taken as a tactic is simply because there is an imbalance in who is actually getting an opportunity to speak. In addition, there are um, examples of times where people are not being honest or are not even uh, remotely uh, approaching an issue with any sense of honesty. Um, a great example of this is cult recruiters. Um, this is a bit of a, an anecdote side note, but just so you know where I'm coming from on this, I grew up in a cult. So I'm very, very familiar with how cults operate, with how they recruit people. And one of the things that cults, uh, that cult uh, recruiters will do is they will get themselves in front of the largest audience possible, not because they expect to win any debates or convince anyone's minds, but because they're hoping to find people in the audience who are vulnerable to their message that they can rope in to their cult. And people like this, I think it is important, the type of messages that they're creating um, are not easily contested in something like debate and need to sometimes be called out by other tactics, such as deplatforming. An example of this, uh, like what I would think is a valid example of deplatforming would be Say uh, a large YouTuber um, was regularly putting out very, very racist, insightful rhetoric, 
which is already in violation of YouTube's TOS. And people decided we've had enough of this. We are going to report this person for violating the TOS. And then YouTube discovers, indeed, they were violating the TOS and removes their platform from them. That is a valid example, in my opinion, of deplatforming that I think we can agree both falls in line with the existing TOS of the website, but also, I would hope, with people's general uh, moral understanding of, of things. Now, there are some people who allege that there is massive examples or there are examples of bias or whatever, but we would have to talk about specifics in order to get into that because I think that there's bias all the time. There is bias on all platforms without question, obviously, um, but that doesn't mean that deplatforming is any less um, valid. Um, deplatforming doesn't necessarily have uh, anything to do with contesting truth or, or avoiding truth or even disagreeing with ideas that you don't like. It has more to do with saying, hey, this person is, and this is usually the case with regard to deplatforming, is usually putting out a message that acts as a call to action for people, like you said, a figurehead who is looking to motivate the people in the audience to some sort of end. Deplatforming is most commonly used to contest well, frankly, a lot of Nazis, people who go up and are hoping to rile up a crowd into some sort of act of violence. Now, I'm very, very big on free speech. I think free speech is incredibly important. It is a foundation of, of any democracy, but no person on the planet is a free speech absolutist or even like a, a purist. There is not one. Um, no one believes that anything should be able to be said without any repercussions whatsoever. We this goes as far as America, which is a particularly um, you know a particularly uh, strong place for free speech. We don't you know we have laws that prevent you from shouting fire in a crowded theater or something along those lines. Um, and uh, there are all kinds of different examples. Just, just want Absolutely. to give you a heads up that we probably have to kind of kick more into dialogue mode as we're going on about four minutes. Unless you guys want to do like legitimate rebuttals where we have each of you go for like five or something minutes, but otherwise sure. just wanted to let you know. Yeah. You know, I, I mostly I, wanted to address those things. If, if you have something you want to contest, feel free to pop in. Yeah. Cause give you most the same of that time, was irrelevant. So like none of that really mattered. So violating really? TOS isn't deplatforming. You violated the TOS. Deplatforming is false flaggings of violating the TOS or using vague language to deplatform someone who's done nothing wrong, which happens all the time. That's really the main. No, that's not what that means. You can't just. Yes, yes it is. No, no, no. Hold on a second. Hold on one second. Okay. Hey, both of you, both of you stop right now. Tom. So uh, we, I do want to, to be fair, to give Tom like the same amount of time. So that was about four minutes. And so let's give Tom about another three minutes and 50 seconds or so. Sure, sure. And then I promise we'll kind of go into maybe three minute or two minute intervals. So, yeah, I don't care if you're banning people who've done illegal things or are provoking violence. That's literally illegal. That's not a deplatforming. Deplatforming is like what happens to Ben Shapiro when he's talking to people saying literally nothing illegal and people get him banned or kicked off campus because they disagree with what he's saying. Those are examples of deplatforming. And yes, this does apply to governments like China and your own example of the Nazis who deplatformed anti-Nazis. They weren't given a platform. That's also deplatforming. This is not just simply a social tool. This is a tool that many different groups of people use to prevent an ideology. And it's predominantly been used by governments to kill religious people mostly and atheists. So yes, deplatforming does apply to governments and it's not about violating TOS. I don't, I don't care about the TOS. What I care about is falsely accusing people of violating a TOS or banning people because you disagree with what they're saying, like kicking them off a college campus because if, if another group or something invited them there and you don't like them or pulling fire alarms so that they can't speak, those are examples of deplatforming that are bad. Like 
violating illegal, kicking the legal people who've done illegal things off, perfectly fine. I'm okay with that. If you violated a terms of service, that's an actual clear term of service in a uh, platform. Yes, that's perfectly fine. Using vague language to kick people off who you disagree with, not fine. So obviously I wouldn't agree with not deplatforming literal Nazis who literally want to kill people. Like clearly that's perfectly fine. Deplatform them all you want. If it's illegal, deplatform them. But it's not okay to deplatform people like Ben Shapiro or kick them out of college campuses because you disagree with what they're saying or to scream over them or to take the stage with the microphone and yell so that people can't hear them speak. Those are bad examples of deplatforming. Are they social tools? Yes. Are they right? No, they're clearly wrong. It's wrong to do those things. Okay. So you've said a couple of contradictory things in your uh, response here. You've said simultaneously that someone being rightfully banned off of a platform in your mind is not an example of deplatforming, but then you also said that it is an example of deplatforming. You've li- you literally just contradicted yourself. So what? it seems to me you, you contradicted yourself. No, you no, stated no. So, that- so I stated that violating a clear term of service is fine. You can kick someone okay. off of that. Violating is that a not deplatforming though? of service uh, not in the same way. No, I'd say that's perfectly fine. So okay. I would say deplatforming. So you define, wait, wait, just to be clear, I want to be clear that I'm making sure that I'm responding to your argument. Sure. So in your opinion, deplatforming is only, is, is, is solely defined as when you, uh, as when somebody does something that you don't like that results in somebody getting off a platform, you wouldn't say what? that somebody, you, no. So you're in this in this previous conversation, you have defined deplatforming. You just said right now that you don't consider somebody being rightfully banned from the platform an example of deplatforming. Sure. So what you're defining as deplatforming is anything, basically anything bad. How am I supposed no, to be able to argue with you if you did? I mean, you just did. You literally. So, so just I, did. I literally said my definition of deplatforming is when you use vague language to ban someone who's done nothing wrong. Okay. So, so let's just, let me just ask this again one more time. I just want to be clear. Do you think that someone who has said all kinds of racist TOS violating things being reported accurately and being removed is an example of deplatforming no. or is it only when you, so you've defined, this is what I was saying. You define deplatforming by default as bad, as a bad thing that happens. How are you supposed to have a discussion a meaningful discussion if you define deplatforming as when people do something I don't like to get rid of somebody. I think that my position and my definition of de- of deplatforming is much more accurate yeah, so I never to reality. So I didn't say that at all. You're just okay. drawing. Okay. Just a, just a, I, I'm, I'm running into... Go ahead, uh, Demon Mama, if you weren't done. Sorry, I'm just running into some basic communication issues here with, with how we, we go forward. I don't know how you can simultaneously say that someone being removed from a platform for, via, for after being reported right correctly for violating TOS isn't deplatforming, but someone being removed because of something in TOS that you don't like is, is deplatforming. That sounds to me like you've defined deplatforming as when something that you don't like happens. And that doesn't seem like a coherent definition of deplatforming to me. To me, well, it is much is... more rational and meaningful. And, and you can actually have a conversation about deplatforming if you recognize that it is actually a set of actions. There's a broad set of actions. And I would agree that, yes, there are examples of deplatforming being uh, unjust perhaps, or, or, or based off of vague TOS, but like deplatforming has many forms. You can't just define deplatforming as when something I don't like happens. That's not a coherent definition. That is what you're saying. Say you are saying that. You've no, ju- I, I just asked you three times. I literally and you've just said, re- like, 
Governments have deplatformed people. I, that's bad. Definitely that's bad. And you can deplatform Nazis who advocate violence. That's perfectly fine. I'm okay with that. But when I'm talking about the bad so, but, kind but of deplatforming- Wait, wait, you're doing it again. You're doing it again. Is, is somebody getting banned off of a platform, <sighs> rightfully, is that an example of deplatforming or not? Sure, in the most general sense and not the kind okay. I'm arguing against. Okay, so now we've figured out where it is. You are you are not actually against deplatforming. You actually support deplatforming when it's just, and you don't support it when it's unjust. So now we have to. Now we can actually change. Sort of now that we've established the basics, and you're not you're no longer contradicting yourself. We can proceed. Well, I was to never talking contradicting about, myself. It's you you English. you literally were. You literally were. This is why no, I was having a hard time no, responding to you because you were saying that. In your mind, it is not deplatforming when somebody gets rightfully banned, but now you have concluded that it is. You, you've switched your position. Right. So, so just being banned is just being banned. Like I wouldn't call that deplatforming. Deplatforming is specifically just leveraging some vague language or taking away someone's right unlawfully. That would be, I usually use the word deplatforming to be okay. the negative. Yes. So, so yes, is, this is no, what I'm saying. You, you are arguing, this you are saying, oh my, my goodness. This so is. I don't care if you don't understand the language. Here's the difference between killing and murder. They both involve the same act, which is a literal deplatforming. You literally remove someone from the platforming, but deplatforming itself would be more like the murder, the wrong kind. No, no. I, I mean, I disagree. I disagree with this strongly. Like the, the that's like saying, like I would argue that the word deplatforming is a very broad term. I think every every definition, if you look up the term deplatforming online, every single definition would have that as a much more as as the broad term. Whereas you could say an unjust deplatforming or a uh, illegal deplatforming would be a totally would be an example of like what you're saying a murder. It's it's it seems foolish to me wait, 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 wait. to so, come so into a discussion. Think- do you think that when someone says we're arguing against deplatforming, we want literally every single human being to have a platform? Do you think that's the the argument? No, I never alleged that. But your argument that's what is your that definition when, is. no, like, yes. what you open this by saying, and you're still doing it. You're like, I think like you've become confused with your own words. I don't know. Like, no, I uh, know I understand that better than you do. So, like I said, I if don't I don't know if you do, if I take your understanding correctly, what you're saying is is that if someone is against deplatforming, and we accept your definition of deplatforming then that would mean that we should give every single human being on the planet a platform. What are you talking about? If you're, if what are, if, what are you actually talking about? If deplatforming means to remove anyone from any platform and someone is against doing that, removing anyone ever under any circumstances, and that's what is required to be against deplatforming, mm-hmm. that's insane. I think I, I do. You, do you disagree with the idea that deplatforming is when you remove someone who has when you remove the platform of someone who currently has a platform? Is that not a coherent definition? Like I feel like in you're the just broadest sense, yes, but no one. Is yes, against- but that's what we're talking about. That's what I set it no, out. And if no you wanted not. to say, if you wanted to be clearer, you could have communicated that. But so, so zero, zero people who are against deplatforming say that we should give every single person a platform, or we should never ever take anyone off their platform. That's not a position. No one holds that position. Okay. So then so using do, you mind, do you mind stating your actual position then? Because I'm very confused as to your position. Like the one I said in the opening, using vague language to remove someone who has a position you dislike, who've done nothing wrong. But, uh, but, you, also, but you also defined in your definition, you defined deplatforming as government censorship, and which would be legal in that place, I feel like you have an incoherent definition of deplatforming. But if we want to move forward and we want to talk about different forms of deplatforming, I think that we could perhaps, maybe we can agree on on this particular definition for the purpose of 
this conversation. Can we agree that we're talking about deplatforming in a broad sense, and then we can drill down as to whether certain examples of deplatforming are good or bad? Because right now, as I feel like we can't proceed, and maybe maybe it is on me, maybe it's on you, but I really don't feel like your definition of deplatforming is conducive to a meaningful debate. Uh, this shouldn't be that hard. It's just general understanding. Like when anyone in like any YouTube says we're against deplatforming, they literally do not mean just removing anyone from any platform. They're not using it in the general sense. Can it be used in the general well, sense? People do all yeah. the time. People talk about that. Uh, people say that 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 Donald Trump was deplatformed, but Donald Trump repeatedly broke okay. um, but, but the TOS. They, do you think that he was? People, do any of those people think we should never ever remove anyone from a platform ever? Is that I have no idea, nor do I care. I mean, do you no. think? Wait, no. here's here's a quick question. Well, here's a more interesting question. I mean, you're basically I don't know who you're arguing with or what you're in. Like, I'm very confused as to the way that you're approaching this conversation, because I thought we were here to discuss what the merits of, of, of deplatforming uh, and, and whatnot. And um, it just seems like you're having a different conversation. So if we're going to talk about a specific example, like Donald Trump, um, like, I would say that that was a perfectly good, uh, a perfectly good, perfectly legitimate form of deplatforming that was not done by a government. It was done instead by like I defined, a cooperative social act of protest. And in this case, he was also removed. Not only was he removed because he was causing harm for, for, for using his platform negatively, but he was also removed because he was violating TOS at such a ridiculous rate that the, that the company decided to remove his platform. Is no that idea. something that you would disagree with? I have, haven't looked at all into Donald Trump deplatforming. I okay. Know. I mean, cause that's like, I don't know, like that is one of the biggest examples of deplatforming I can think of in recent memory. I thought I would assume that that would be something important to to weigh on. I mean, that's probably the the biggest example of deplatforming in the entire world right now. Uh, again, so I don't care about Donald Trump. I don't research okay. Donald Trump. I do care about deplatforming and when it's wrong. So obviously, okay. no. So one, can you do you no have an one, example no of that doing, that we could discuss? Yes, the examples I used before, like Ben Shapiro and people being kicked off college campuses who are legitimately invited, who've done nothing wrong, who haven't advocated for racism or violence in any case. Oh, okay. So hold on a second to touch on that one. So when you say people getting, you went from a very specific example to a very broad uh, claim. So uh, you were saying that one such tactic of deep, of deplatforming is pulling the fire alarms on Ben Shapiro. Yes. Yes. I would agree. That is one such tactic of deplatforming. One that I think is not very effective and not very good. But I don't think, but there's other forms of deplatforming. There are many forms of deplatforming. You yourself have admitted to this, but also said that you didn't believe in that. But if we're going to both agree that there are many forms of deplatforming, can we not acknowledge that like, hey, maybe... Okay, let's be more specific. It is wrong sure. to deplatform anyone who has not done something illegal and is not advocating for violence. Okay. So um, what, do you, what do you feel about um, something like, say, what if YouTube took down... A an, a an account that was, let's just to come up with an extreme, very clear cut example. What if there was an account that was doing um, like say blackface and they were, they were making extremely racist, um, extremely distasteful blackface skits. And, t- and that violates YouTube's TOS, but is not illegal under US freedom of speech law. Do you think that that is an example of deplatforming that would be just? Or would you believe that is unjust? Because what you just said would indicate that it would be unjust for YouTube to remove that channel. Uh, like there has been blackface in many old comedies and they're perfectly fine. Like the, forget the 
major comedians of the 1960s and 70s, not the actual blackface of the 40s. Like if someone just bans you for just using blackface, yes, that would be wrong. If someone okay. was denigrating an entire race deliberately, then and was specifically doing it to aggravate people, then yes, that would be fine. Wait, so but but that but just to aggravate people is not illegal. You stated that it would need to be illegal. I think from my position, because I do support deplatforming, and I think that deplatforming is a broad, uh, a a broad coherent definition of many different tactics. I would say that uh, that YouTube has every single right to remove a a channel that churns out horrifically racist um, garbage and blackface all the time. You're saying that you're okay with that and that YouTube should not be allowed to remove a channel like that. If it's do you really believe service- that? Like, do you like, I mean, it is, by the way, just, just to, to, to put up one foot in reality, it is against their TOS to do grossly racist um, things. It is currently against their TOS to do that. But you're saying, are you saying that you don't, I don't think care about any of that garbage? I care about political ideas. I'm wait, like but that's very important. Wait, but those are political ideas. Those, thing, wait, right? do you, do you not think that those are political ideas? Tom, before you respond, uh, I do want to mention, Tom, your mic is a little bit low. For some reason, it seemed like maybe either Demon Mama's went a little bit louder during the debate or yours went a little bit lower. So just to be sure you're balanced. All right, I'll turn it up a bit. I think that's better. Uh, so yeah, so I'm not concerned like with comedy sketches. I don't, I don't, I don't know how those count as political ideas. I want to make it illegal, essentially, to ban someone for talking about an idea, a political idea, and expressing an opinion that you dislike. That that's the part of the deplatforming that is wrong. Like if someone is genuinely being racist and stoking like hate and violence, sure, that's fine. I don't care. That's that's essentially the same as hate speech, which would be illegal in America. So mm. that is illegal. Well, many um, forms of hate speech are not illegal in America. They're just not liked socially or they're punished socially. We have many, many ways. I mean, America's free speech laws are, are you know, quite, quite generous by the world standards. And um, there are all kinds of things that would be cl- classified as hate speech elsewhere that are allowed here. Um, I mean, I don't even think I, I don't even think I said it was just a comedy show either. Like, what if you just had a show where all that they did was, uh, was just read out, uh, factual but but out of context statements or uh while in while doing blackface while actively making fun of and making political statements about black people in america is that the sort of thing that you would say would should not be able to be removed because they're making political speech while doing something horrifically damaging and offensive like do you not believe that like you can influence things without explicitly stating like hello this is the racist channel like to me it seems very obvious that someone's messaging can be taken in whole and that they don't have to literally say like, hello, uh, I'm logging in to tell you to go do bad things. They can simply imply that very heavily with everything that they do and that YouTube would be well within their rights to say, this is not the type of stuff we want on our website. Yeah, sure. So that still seems like hate speech to me. Still probably would classify as hate speech. I'm talking about things like Ben Shapiro. That this is the okay. Kind of but well, I mean, you do realize about. that some of that many of the things that Ben Shapiro has said in the past, like when he said that um, and let me just, I think I have this uh, quote right here. I, I don't know if this is word for word, but I believe he said that Palestinians, and this is a quote, so please don't get mad at me. This is not me saying this, this is Ben Shapiro, said that Palestinians are animals who live in in in, in open, open sewage, I believe was one of the statements he made on Twitter. Um, do, would you classify that as hate speech? 
I have no idea. I can't comment on something I've never heard him say. Okay, because, you, well, I mean, th- these are available public statements that he's made on Twitter, for example. And Twitter does have rules against that type of hate speech. And yet, you know, as of now, he still has a platform on there. But many people would argue that he shouldn't have a platform because of statements like that. Everything I've heard him say is just logical criticism of the different ways the politicists have been engaged okay, so do you want I've me never to heard him say anything racist well, do, do you want me to bring up that like yeah. a photo of that because i can share that on the screen if you want me to bring some of the statements he's made about palestinians in the past sure, um yes like yeah think, let me let me let me get that for you if you have something else you want to say while i bring that up I'll, I'll i'll get that real quick yeah so as far as i'm concerned someone presenting a political idea and saying something stupid occasionally still would qualify as perfectly fine you shouldn't ban them because they said one stupid thing or a few stupid things occasionally that can be interpreted in such a way as long as what their platform is there for is to present ideas that you disagree with it's wrong to ban them you should be addressing what they're saying so um how can i oh yeah i can share my screen here let me just bring this up real quick um one moment you're muted are you saying something So we can see your screen share, Demon Mama, but we can't hear you. I'm not sure if you're, if you actually. There we go. How's that? Can you hear me now? Yep. Yes. Okay. Excellent. So this is an example of the tweet. By the way, this tweet. This is this was the first screenshot I can find of it, but um, this is one of many tweets he made during this um, particular period, and all of them are available on the Internet Archive. Here he says, Ben Shapiro says, Israelis like to build. Arabs like to bomb crap and live in open sewage. This is not a difficult issue. So this is the sort of thing. And by the way, there's there's many, many, many of these. Just, I don't see I'm anything sorry. wrong with this. I'm tweet. sorry. You don't you don't see anything wrong with saying something like Arabs like to bomb crap and live in open sewage. Yes. So the so Israelis would you? Okay. Uh, wait, wait. If that's true. Launching rockets oh, into. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. wait please, 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 hold on. Before you go off on another thing, I'm going to stop sharing my screen at this point. Um, well, I want to address exactly this this tweet. So this tweet, Arabs like to bomb crap, which he's referencing the fact that rockets are being shot into Israel. So that's that's true. And live in sewage is a reference to the economic situation and the fact that the government doesn't do anything to stop the terrorism and to build Sorry. social pl- health care like the Israelis are. So yes, both of those don't. Neither of those seem to be like racist it's a it's a talking about the politics okay of this well real quick if that's true if that's true um would you mind um would you mind repeating that statement um but instead saying uh, in your own words yeah uh it, would you mind just staying stating in your own words um if you don't believe that's racist would you mind just restating that in your own words so that uh, we can get you on record as saying that you do believe that you do believe that it is a true statement in yes, your mind. So it is a true statement that the Palestinians are launching rockets into Israel. So they like, to ah, that's that. not what we're saying though. I would like you what? to restate exactly what, what he said in your, because I mean, you said you agree with it and you don't think it's racist. So if that's yes. true, I'm asking you to put your money where your mouth is like the bomb crap or the Hamas likes to bomb crap. Okay. Well, and, thank you. Um, and their um, government is crappy and doesn't care about healthcare. So they like to live in sewage. Okay. So, I mean, I think that we've kind of gotten to the point here. I mean, if you don't think that there's any problems with that statement that anybody could have issues with, and you also are willing to repeat it yourself, I am, I'm very impressed you are willing to put your, um, I was, I'm impressed you're willing to put your, uh, your words there and, 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 uh, and say that, but I think that most, most people out there and, you know, maybe I'm wrong and, and I'll appeal to the, to the chat for a lot of What do you think is wrong with it? What do I think is wrong with it? Oh, yes. I think that making a statement about all people, like saying all Arabs uh, live in open sewage, is a disgustingly racist statement. 
Um, it is well, akin do you think to that's the point he was making. Is that the point? I don't care what the point he was making was. Why does the point matter when you use language that is explicitly stating that an entire group of people is bad? I would say that's very bad. It's also explicitly in violation of YouTube of uh, Twitter's TOS. Uh, Twitter, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Twitter's TOS explicitly states that they do that they do not allow um, uh, the uh, broad generalization or hatred thrown towards groups of people, which Arabs are a group of people. That is a entire ethnic and racial group on the planet. And I'm sure, I mean, we now know how you feel about Arabs, but um, which is a little bit weird to me and odd. No, that, again, th- that's this is the problem at. right here is that you're completely misrepresenting everything. Both the how is that misrepresent? How am I mi- misrepresenting anything? You because just it's a straw- because it's a shorthand for Hamas, the Hamas government, the people, the Arab government. Oh, uh, wait, I'm sorry. This. I'm sorry. Do you think that any time like a racist uncle goes off on a rant and drop and starts dropping end bombs that he's only talking about like bad? specific bad people that is not what was said in the tweet neither yeah. literally nor even in the implication what that is, is very clear the what is, is very clear excuse no, no. me excuse me i was talking i was you're talking wrong. so so you're wrong you're strong no, I'm, built I'm not me i'm sorry i've been that's right, right. i apologize order. i apologize right. i apologize you're going I, to jump into two minute intervals just to be sure okay. that you guys have re- you could say plenty of time to respond to each other so let's see i'm going to flip a coin just to see who actually goes first with this two minute interval tom your heads you can go first. Gotcha. Go ahead, Demon Mommy. You got two minutes, and then we're going to kick it over to Tom for two minutes. So uh, everyone in the audience here today has now seen the tweet. We know that this is a real tweet. You can go verify this on your own time if you want to. This is just one one simple example. There are many such examples of obviously, blatantly, any reasonable person who has any sort of seriousness would recognize that saying Arabs like to blow things up and live in open sewage is absolutely a racist statement and absolutely by any reasonable metric violates most social media websites TOS, but very specifically Twitter's TOS. Now, Tom here has stated that, well, because he agrees with that statement and was willing to repeat it in his own words, saying that he believes that Arabs blow things up and live in open sewage, which I think is a disgusting sentiment for the record. I think that is a disgusting sentiment. Um, But that because he agrees with this, that that that, that is somehow a, a okay thing to say and that people should not be mad about that sort of thing. I think that's an absurd position to take. I think that people have an absolute right to, to push back on that sort of thing. And also, I think everyone has an absolute right to let Twitter know that something that is against their TOS is being propagated on their platform. Simple as that. Tom, about the same amount of time, which was... A minute and 10 seconds. So, yeah, that's just straight up delusional. Arabs does not mean all Arabs. It means some. Like, clearly, he didn't say all Arabs. He wasn't making a generalization about literally everyone in Arabia, specifically since this was about the Israel-Palestine conflict. Like, just understanding basic context in English understands that this isn't about all Arabs. This is about specifically the Palestinians and the Hamas and the Palestinian government, not about the Palestinian every single individual like interpreting his words that way is just delusional and misunderstanding them. And that should absolutely not be banned. That's would be a perfect example of bad deplatforming and just abuse of power because you say something he doesn't like. Clearly that wasn't the point. That was never the point. And understanding that way is just incompetence. Like, no, that's not what the words mean. Learn what the principle of charity is. Learn what the context, what the tweet was. It's specifically about the Israel Palestine conflict. Like this is really easy to understand the fact that some people can't, shows how they aren't capable of really rationally understanding the point of words. 
Okay. Gotcha. So um, to respond to that, first of all, um, if he wanted to say some, he could have said some, he didn't. And secondly, I would attest that even within the framework of the of the context, the context doesn't change it at all. The idea that you can say an entire ethnic group of people, which he has, by the way, they're Palestinians, but he has interestingly chosen to use the word Arab instead, seems a bit strange to me, but that, that he would uh, generalize that entire group of people is still both against Twitter's TOS and is also a repugnant statement. Now, I believe that there is room for repugnant statements to uh, to be state uh, to be uh, spoken. People are allowed to have bad opinions. I think lots of people have bad opinions. But what we're talking about here is deplatforming, and a platform is something where you can stand on and give your opinion to the world. And I don't believe that anyone is entitled to a platform. I believe that people have every single right. Within, their, within, within our free speech to express their free speech in response to someone else, especially if that person is standing on a platform like, say, Twitter, that people could speak up and say, hey, um, this is really bad. Here's why it's bad. And here's why we're pushing back against it. And then, of course, there's hanging over all of this, the fact that the example that we're using here is obviously and blatantly in violation of Twitter's TOS. If you go read the Twitter TOS right now, you will find that broad generalizing statements like X group of people like to blow things up and live in open sewage is absolutely against TOS, which is, you know, um, I think that that's fair. I mean, you might disagree. Maybe you think that Twitter, you know, you should just be allowed to say um, whatever you want, whenever you want with no moderation whatsoever, but most people would not like to, to, to use such a website. Um, and also, uh, like, it's a different conversation if we want to talk about whether we think Twitter's rules for platforming and TOS are, are valid or not. But what I'm getting is that, like, to me, it seems like you're a little bit fixated specifically on Ben Shapiro. And when I give you examples of when Ben Shapiro has done something that is either in violation of TOS or is an affront to large amounts of people and people respond, you then sort of uh, waffle around. Two minutes. Go ahead. So, yeah, this is the problem with the woke ideology. The context doesn't matter. Like, clearly that's false. Like, the context specifically matters in every case. Taking something out of context is literally, like, most of the fallacies. So saying, like, gamers like Lego Star Wars, is that a generalization about all gamers? No. Like, the, the word itself does not imply any percentage or amount. Doesn't do that. So this misrepresentation that the word itself is an affront to the majority or a lot of people is false. That's why it's not a violation of the service because it didn't do that. It literally didn't do that. That's just the subjective interpretation of the woke ideology. They just want to interpret it that way because they don't want to apply the principle of charity and understand the context because the context doesn't matter apparently, even though literally that's everything. Everything is context. Context is the most important thing. And so trying to take the words and interpret it in the most despicable, despicable way so that you can deplatform someone is clearly wrong like that's such a terrible ideology that's immoral to do that like the fact that someone didn't say something in the most precise way possible and you're going to to vilify them for that like that's such that's disgusting that's such a terrible ideology as a whole no this was specifically just think about the context apply the principle of charity this is specifically about hamas and the palestinian government doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the world, the rest of the Arabs, the rest of the Arabs in Palestine. Literally not. If you just ask Ben about this, would this statement apply to literally every Arab? He's probably going to say no. Like just basic logic here. 
Okay. So I, I would push back very strongly on the idea that charity or logic has anything to do with what we're talking about here. Um, in fact, and, and again, I feel like we're having an, a basic communication issue. I don't know if you're, if you're listening or if you're like processing some of the things that I'm saying to you, but I specifically said that even in context, this is even fully in context, this is inexcusable. First of all, he's specifically and and again, I don't want to I don't want to go too far into it. It's just it's very it's very interesting to me that you're willing to like fight on this hill so hard because I mean he specifically refers to two ethnic groups, Israelis and Arabs. He's not he makes no indication that he's only talking about one group of people or only bad people or anything. And even if he was, I don't know that that would make it any better. Um, like I mean, I think that I, I have a hard time believing that you would be okay with um, like that you'd be willing to sign off if say like um, like. Uh, like if I was to walk up, and this is just an example, this is not my genuine belief, but if I was to say white people are racist, uh, I have a feeling like most people would go, hey, that's not true. Not all white people are racist. But if I said white people are racist, by your argument, you should basically have no problem with that whatsoever, is what, you're, what you've been arguing here, is that you should have no problem with me making that sort of statement. Or if I said something like, uh, I don't know, white yeah. people are murderers. Yeah, so if you're not making a generalization, your intent was not to generalize, and that's pretty understood easily by the context. And yeah, there was nothing wrong with. But your there's nothing in that context that would indicate that he was that he was not generalizing. He specifically chose the word Israelis, and he specifically chose the word Arabs. Uh, I, I feel like I feel like you're. I feel like after you're, events that were wait, re- relevant to that conflict. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Do you think? It? Do you think that if like, I mean, I don't know how to like. I, I don't feel like. Well, like the context maybe maybe really, I'm wrong really here, but 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 like just because something happened re- near that or whenever that event happened doesn't justify any statement associated to that event. So, like for example, if uh, after 9/11, you know, a lot of people were very very hurt and stressed, and it was an, an incredibly horrible time. But if your uncle went on a rant about Muslims at right after 9/11 and was just tearing into Muslims and saying horrible racist things about them, saying they're all this and they're all that. I don't think that we would say, oh, well, clearly he's only talking about the Muslims who who were involved in 9-11. That would be ridiculous. We could recognize that your uncle was being racist. And I would say that regardless of its proximity to those events, it is very clear that Ben Shapiro is being racist. But again, I don't entirely know why you're like so devoted to defending this particular opinion. I don't, it was like, it sounds to me more like this so far, your approach on this discussion has been mostly to do free PR for Ben Shapiro, which is fine. I'm not, who am I to tell you what to do with your platform? But I was here to discuss whether people should have the right and whether it is okay to engage in the act of deplatforming. And I would argue there are many cases in which it is indeed okay. After all, um, once again, this is not a matter of government censorship. We're not talking about whether I think the government should be able to imprison people for having opinions. I don't, I strongly disagree with that, obviously. Um, however, I don't think that, uh, that people like Ben Shapiro, racists, open racists like Ben Shapiro are entitled to getting to speak on a private university campus. And if people on that campus speak up and say, we don't want this guy around because he's just going to fill our ears with garbage. They have every right to express their free will and their free speech to make it clear that they don't think that this guy should be on their campus. Right. Or do you disagree with that? Uh, 
so I disagree with like most of what you said there. So I think that okay. you dis deplatforming him because you subjectively think he's racist because of your misinterpretations and uncharitable interpretations of his tweets, which in context clearly refer to the Israeli-Palestine conflict and their government and Hamas, which are okay, but you're what he you're talks doing about. right now. You're doing you're doing PR for Ben Shapiro. No, let's I'm talk not, about this, this okay. Is, hold on, then let's the come point. up. Let's move away from a, from Ben Shapiro specifically. No, I'm not going to move away from Ben Shapiro. I'm going to continue with my point, as I stated. Okay. You banning him because of the reasons you just listed is an example of deplatforming, which is just garbage. It is it is a failure of your ideology. To I mean, you're just that. calling it garbage. You're not actually yes. providing an argument as to why something is bad. No, I, so I let me, I, wait, I, wait, I wait, here. Don't interrupt. Here. Don't interrupt. I, I just did this. I said, you not applying the context to the tweet and misinterpreting it in such a way in the most despicable way you can, and then wanting to ban him for your subjective label of him late being a racist when the context does not support that at all is wrong. Okay. I don't think that I was particularly uncharitable um, in, in making the claim that it is at the very least very prejudiced to say something like Arabs live in open sewage. I think that most people, even probably the right-leaning um, members of this audience that are listening right now will agree that that is at the very least a very prejudiced statement. I don't think that your attempt to like frame me as some sort of like extremist here is is a little bit ridiculous. However, well, let me really let me example. offer an alternative. Let me alter. Let me let me offer an alternative. Let's say that there is a racist, somebody we know. Let's say like the Grand Dragon of the KKK. Okay, like let's say the the most racist person you could imagine. Okay, let's say that they get an get a offer to go on a a college campus a college campus that is say maybe 60% black people okay like the students are 60 this is a this is a, a thought experiment because i want to see where your position is on this so let's say that that the the board of whoever for this for this college invites the grand dragon of the kkk an obvious racist a guy who is clearly racist to speak at their school and the students say wow we really do not feel comfortable with a avowed racist coming onto our school and getting a platform to speak horrible, hateful ideology, ideology that if implemented would result in those students who are concerned becoming slaves. They have a, a actual say in what would happen if this, if this pol political idea was to catch on. Would you say that the school should not have any right or the student should not have any right to speak out against the platforming of that racist. Well, sure, they should be able to speak out, but they shouldn't be able okay. to forcibly remove him. What do you mean by forcibly remove? Uh, pull the fire alarms, speak okay. over him with loud speakers. So, but, okay, but those aren't the, but as, oh God, we're doing it again. Those aren't the only ways of deplatforming somebody. So speak let's say that this, someone isn't deplatforming. Hold on a second. So let, well, it, it can be. What if you speak out against them and the school decides, actually, we don't think this is a good idea to have this guy here? That's perfectly fine. The school invited him. The okay, school but you do realize him. that you do realize that that is what you're talking about. That now there are sure certainly probably sometimes where people have done things like like pull fire alarms or whatever. But the vast majority of times that we're talking about deplatforming, it is students speaking up and saying we're not comfortable with this hateful person being on our campus. Please don't. Please uninvite them, and then they get uninvited. And you just stated that you're perfectly fine with that. Yeah, so like if the school invited them and the school chooses to uninvite them, that's fine. If a student group wants to invite a speaker and another student group wants to uninvite that speaker, that's not fine. Okay, why? Because you don't have a right to stop someone else from listening to speakers they like. What if more people in the second are in the second group 
than in the first one? What if there's like five people on a campus? speech. Well, hold on. What if there's five? Well, but it's a little bit more than that, right? Surely you acknowledge that like a speech isn't just a matter of attendance, right? Because it say you have somebody who uh, you host a racist on there. Maybe a bunch of KKK guys are going to show up to that speech. And what if those, what if the vast majority of in this hypothetical we're talking about, the black students there aren't comfortable with filling out an auditorium full of racists who are going to be there? What if the school, what if those students who go to that school who might wear the jersey associated with that school do not want to have their name publicly associated with somebody like the Grand Dragon of the KKK. What you're doing is you're you've boiled the situation down to an almost like childlike uh, version of it, where it's like it's it's like oh, one group is has just as much of a right as any other group to just have whoever they want there, and that it's all self-contained to one room. But it's not. These things are important. If you have the Grand Dragon of the KKK um, go and speak at your college and all of the students who go to that college are going to be associated with that. That's part of the thing. You wear your you wear your jerseys, you wear your colors, and you're going to have newspaper articles about this school having the Grand Dragon there to speak and to talk about the problems with black people and all that. That's horrible. And I think it's perfectly rational for students to say, I don't want to be associated with that. I don't think we should be associated with that. They're paying for the school. They're paying to go there. They're a part of the community of that school. And if more students say, hey, we don't agree with this, then it seems person per, perfectly reasonable to me that the school goes, actually, you know, we were going to have you here, but we don't think this is a good idea after all. Please don't come. So definitely not. If the student group is using their money to buy out a room and pay for it, which they have the right to do, and someone else is trying to infringe on that right, no, that's wrong. You shouldn't do that. They have a right to hire that. They have a right to buy out the room. They have a right to pay for the speaker. They have a I mean, right to pay I- for the plane and stopping them is wrong. I mean, this just sounds like, I mean, this sounds like you don't understand how like the internals of a school. Works. I don't care if someone Wait, wants but to that is important. out of room and that's, spend their money. That's incredibly right important. Do Wait, do you, do you realize that like, like what you're talking about is, is nonsensical to the issue at hand, right? Like schools, no, like no, schools so have their a own. Group, inter- a group schools. has a right to invite a speaker and stopping them because you disagree with what they're saying is wrong. Schools. Wait, wait, but schools. Okay. So I'll explain something for the viewers. Schools. And of course, there is some variance from school to school, but schools offer charters to student groups. Student groups are not just some like magical entity that can do whatever they want. They are, they, when you make a club on a college campus, and I know because I used to run a club on a college campus, um, when you make that, you usually make a charter with the school. And there are certain rules. One of those rules is most frequently that at the end of the day, the school gets final say on whatever happens. It's well within their legal rights. It's well within their, in my opinion, ethical rights to be able to say, actually, this person that you've invited, you've invited the Grand Dragon of the KKK to our mostly black campus, and we're not okay with that. Uh, you're not allowed to do that. And then they can refund them their money. Of course, obviously, it would be bad if they stole their money. We're not saying, we're not talking about that. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. Do you not believe that the school has the right to turn that down? Or do you just think that schools are should be legally bound to give a platform to anybody because any student group asks? No, definitely. If it's in the school's property, that's the school can do what they want. It's a private okay, property. So then what they are what are you arguing with? If they're like it's different property and not school-owned property, then it's wrong. Okay, but what do you what, this sounds like a made up example? Has there ever been a time like what are you talking about? Ben like, Shapiro, same thing. Okay, Ben Shapiro, what? Like, do you have a invited to a college example? campus? Left the college campus to a different organization. Still, okay. was deplatformed. Deplatformed yes, exactly. in what way? How was he deplatformed? 
the Explain. pulling the fire alarms, people standing on. The okay, but we've already we've already acknowledged that like there are tactics like pulling fire alarms that I don't think are are like good or, or or great. Like we, I literally opened this entire conversation with with saying that there are forms of deplatforming I don't think are good. Just like just like there are forms of all kinds of things I don't think are good, but that nonetheless shouldn't be discarded entirely. So. If you're mad that like people pulled the fire alarms on Ben Shapiro, I'll agree with you that pulling the fire alarms is not a good way to go about doing this. But I don't know how you can denounce deplatforming as a whole when you've spent this entire time that we've been talking, the entire time we've been talking here, you've been agreeing with nearly every single example I bring up as a valid form of deplatforming. But then you go, but one time somebody pulled a sprinkler and that means we need to throw out deplatforming as an idea altogether. Right, because I think you're still stuck on the misunderstanding of language you have at the beginning. People who say they're against deplatforming are not against supporting all platforms of all people ever. So there are well, but, times. But, but I'm not alleging that. Uh, you're arguing. You're the one who's arguing against a straw man. I'm not arguing. I'm not alleging that anybody holds that position. You're inventing a straw man that you're fighting against right now. So, so if you're just aware of the climate around the topic, the people who are against deplatforming, Sargon, Ben Shapiro, those kind of people, none of them say. All deplatforming is literally always bad. No one says that. Right, but they also but they also make all kinds of claims about how they've been deplatformed and when you actually look into the details of it sometimes it's literally just that they got uninvited by a school which was within it within its rights which you just 10 seconds sure. ago admitted was perfectly valid that a school has the right to do that. So again, no one is saying that literally all examples of deplatforming are bad. That's not a thing. Well, but you, you but you did up. though. You you opened your statement by saying that you're taking the position of the anti-deplatforming. Like you you so this is the problem that we're having is that like your position is unbelievably nebulous. So if there's examples of deplatforming that you really don't think are good, then that's fine. Maybe we can discuss those. Like, for example, we both came to an agreement on the idea that pulling fire alarms is a pretty bad way to deplatform somebody. But that's not the only way that deplatforming is going. And you're lumping all of these together. You're saying that because Ben Shapiro once was deplatformed by a bad tactic, that every other time he's been deplatformed is also bad. But that's not true. I, There's I been, I mean, I could talk about Milo Yiannopoulos. I could talk about Donald Trump. I could talk about a lot of people who've been famously deplatformed. And most of the vast majority of their deplatformings have been 100% legitimate by your own words. So what's the problem here? What What's the position you're holding? Or are you just here to sort of like, whine into the air about people you don't like getting owned. Well, I mean, I did say it in the intro, like, again, no one thinks all deplatforming is bad. There is a certain okay. category of deplatforming, which is usually the what is referred to as deplatforming. Uh, when you misuse the TOS or use vague language or kick someone off because you disagree with them, based off usually political ideas where they've said or done nothing wrong. So not like the KKK, not like Nazis, more like Ben Shapiro who hasn't said something racist and you just cherry pick his words and interpret I mean, I, I mean, you can make that claim, but I believe, listen, I think that there are a lot of people who believe that, that Ben Shapiro is racist and they have a sure. good reason for believing that. You are just, you're the one who's dismissing everything. I mean, you yourself admit that you don't even know everything that Ben Shapiro has ever said. So um, but I mean, no I could, I mean, I've covered Ben Shapiro a lot on my show and I could tell you that the, the statement that that one tweet is just one offhand example. There's many statements he's made. He's made a lot of very, very, very questionable statements about black people in America that I think that many black people would have every single, they would be totally reasonable in saying this is a racist statement. So 
I don't know. Like, it sounds to me like you, like your argument is basically that you like Ben Shapiro and you don't like it when people disagree with Ben Shapiro. And therefore you don't like deplatforming because it's against Ben Shapiro. Uh, but no, he's just an example. So again, okay. I but I mean, he's intro. the example you keep going to. He's the yeah, example you he's, keep going to. Example. And when I brought up other examples, you basically dodge the question. You dodge actually talking about it. So I'm just a little confused as to where your position actually, like, actually stands here. It just feels like you're sort of vaguely mad that Ben Shapiro got deplatformed. Well, again, I've said this like four times. I don't know if you're listening or not. I Using deplatforming against just vague terminology to to hurt or deplatform someone who's done nothing wrong. They're just talking about political ideologies, not super racist trying to yeah, harm but, people. But, but surely you acknowledge that like do, doing something wrong is a matter of, I mean, that's why we're here arguing, right? Doing something wrong is a matter of opinion. Like people might think there, there are, you aren't the only person who determines right and wrong, right? So sure. like, for example, there are probably lots and lots of people who genuinely believe and I would be one of those people in this particular case that Ben Shapiro has done a lot of things very wrong. You don't seem to think so, but you're not the only person. And surely you acknowledge that if we're trying to be reasonable and logical here and actually talk about the issue and not just our feelings, um, that, that if there are many, many people who feel like, uh, or, or, or have concluded or have an argument for why Ben Shapiro has done something wrong, that they are well within their right to express their desire to not have him have a platform. Right. Right. So I agree with you there. I think that okay. saying someone's done something wrong is very subjective. And so if you want to deplatform right. one, you need some objective standard to actually justify this and not your subjective opinion. Cause I think well, there isn't an objective standard that no, like that's the thing there cannot there. It's impossible to have an objective standard on something like that. That's a mat. It is an opinion by de, by definition. Why not? Like, like, how do you have, how do you have an objective standard on, on, on whether something is good or bad? That's ridiculous. That is absurd. But, so you can just say if they've committed a crime, that, that that's an objective standard. So okay. it's easy to make an objective standard. I don't know why. So you if they've possible. committed a crime, if they've committed a crime, uh, then uh, then you you would say that is the only standard. So so again, we're back to the no, no, same. No, no. Sh- I didn't wait, say wait, only. Wait. You said you said it's impossible to have an objective standard. Yeah, it is. A, it is. One. It is impossible to have an objective standard for good or bad speech. That is a. It is an inherently subjective position. You we disagree right, right. So, so all the time. Like, what are you talking about? So, so there needs to be an objective standard of when it's okay to deplatform someone and when it's not. Okay, but you can't. There isn't like that's not wait, like that. That's not possible. Like you can't I, have I just a single. You one. If they have a crime, that's that. I just did okay. it. So, so, so you're. Okay, so wait, hold on. Is, is that wait? Is that what you're advocating for? No, this is just okay, an example. So, so you said it's wait, not possible. So you're, wait, 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 stop. Example, like, oh possible. god, this is so confusing. Why do you? Why are you arguing for positions you don't hold? Because you if, said it's not possible. I just showed you it's possible. So it is possible to create an objective standard for to do this. Uh, okay, I guess you could create. I, I will. I will. I will concede that it is possible to create. It is possible to create an objective standard. For example, you could say that at, that the only way. That legally, and and by objective, I mean uh, as objective as you can get, which means the state enforcing it. You're correct in saying that there is a way to to create an objective standard, which is uh, state enforcement based on the legal system of the state. However, I think that's an extreme that doesn't really make much sense for what we're talking about here. And what I would like to follow up with is asking, wait, hold on a second, hold on a second, please. I would like to follow up by asking you, what do you actually believe? Because if you don't, if you don't think that um, that say these schools were in their right to deplatform Ben Shapiro based on what we've discussed previously, if you don't think that Twitter is in it in its right to de 
deplatform Donald Trump or any of these things, what standards are you actually advocating for? Because uh, what I'm advocating for is that I think it's perfectly fine for a website like Twitter to say, no, we don't allow racist statements on this website. Here's what we define as a racist statement. And you did this and we're kicking you off the platform. Sure. So explicitly, clearly stated statements are good. I would say that things that do not harm other people are not advocating for violence. Things that are just expressing opinions like Ben Shapiro and political stuff. Okay. But we can acknowledge though, that, that we can acknowledge though, you said it in your own words that some of Ben Shapiro's words could very easily be interpreted as racist, right? Yes, it could be interpreted okay. as racist. And it can be so then there we have racist. that problem again. You are not putting forward that objective standard that you claim that you want to. In fact, what you're stating right now is you're showing right now that- In context? You want me to add in context? But I mean, define context. Do you see how complicated this gets? I think that, that platforms should have the right to remove people who violate their TOS. And as long as they're reasonably clear, as long as it's not like, I mean- I mean, I actually, honestly, I think that a website should have the right if they really want to, to kick off anyone that they want. But uh, I think that, that that's because of a matter of, of how, we, how we handle platforming at all. However, uh, in this particular case, um, what you're talking about is you're building now and you're advocating for a non-objective, a subjective standard that fits your worldview. And you're saying that's the one that's okay, but everybody else's isn't. That's what you've just advocated for here. You're saying basically, okay, so then can you explain to me how that's not the case? Well, yeah, like I said, if you provide a clear set of terms of service, yes, that's perfectly fine. If it's vague and kind of wishy-washy, not so fine. That's not okay okay because it can be misused any way you want. So So, very clear statements like don't do racism and they do racism. Yes, that's perfectly fine. It was very clear. So Twitter right now has a rule against racism. So don't do racism. Now- I would argue that many, many people, probably people who are on the moderation team of Twitter, would read that former Ben Shapiro tweet and conclude that that is indeed very racist. I think that many of the people in the audience right now, and again, once again, even right-leaning members of the audience can admit that that particular tweet is a great example of something that could be very easily and I think rationally read as racist. So what you're saying is then you think it is okay, you would, you would be behind Twitter getting rid of Ben Shapiro's account. Is that correct? No. I'm following your own logic here. So, so I would say that you have to actually apply the context, apply the principle of charity. Okay. Those are oh, good things. Whatever that means. Do you want to define that for principle everybody? Charity? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Interpret someone's words to be the most rational and logical way possible. Okay. Well, do, I think that it is the most rational and logical conclusion that when somebody chooses specifically to use two terms for ethnic groups and then makes a broad, very vicious, very toxic uh, aspersion about those those groups that the intent and purpose of those words was to be racist. I think that's perfectly reasonable, and many people would also agree with me. I'm sure many people in the audience does. So if that's the case, then once again, I ask you: Would you be okay if right now Twitter launched it just got rid of Ben Shapiro's platform? On, no, because anybody who thinks that doesn't understand English. Okay, so it's just English. because it's just because you like it. And, and nope, again, we've nope. we've come to the conclusion again. I have, I've demonstrated this, wait, I've demonstrated this logically throughout this conversation that at every point, your own arguments, when you run up against a wall with your own arguments, you don't actually believe in what you say you're believing. I point out that no, many people, never hold on, on it. let me don't finish, me. wait, don't hold on, me. let me finish. Like, I've let you speak for like 10 minutes and said like, wait, wait. that's fine. You've chosen not to talk, but I'm, I'm laying, I'm in the no, middle no, of a sentence. Because you keep interrupting me. Tom, Tom, I'm in the middle of a sentence. We're going to give you like 30 seconds to wrap this point up. 
Demon Mama, and then we will give Tom several minutes to respond. It has been a little bit uh, in terms of the time, but to be fair, Tom, it's open dialogue, so you can, you know, we'll give you a chance. Go ahead, Demon Mama. Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to be clear as possible with my words. I apologize if that means that I talk a little bit too much or something like that. I apologize. Um, What I'm trying to say here is that I've laid out the fact that many people could and rationally would conclude that that tweet is racist, and that if you believe that websites have the right to enforce a TOS, that he should be deplatformed and that it would be perfectly fine if he was. And then you say no, because I think people who think that's racist are stupid. That is your feeling. You are just saying you like Ben Shapiro and you're favorable to Ben Shapiro and therefore you don't think he should be banned, which to me is an is a illogical and that's fine if you want to have an illogical position, but that is an illogical right. and inconsistent opinion. So yeah, like like always, you just completely misrepresented everything I said. One, I don't even like Ben Shapiro. This is just an example. So every time you said that is complete gibberish. Secondly, no rational person would interpret that tweet to mean all Arabs. Zero rational people. It is not rationally possible to interpret that to mean all Arabs. Because obviously he doesn't think all Arabs like to live in sewage. Is, is that literal? Does he literally think that? No. So a literal interpretation of these words is insane. Clearly. How do you know that? How, how do I how do I know that? Yeah, how do you know he doesn't believe that? With certainty, I don't. I'm just using induction oh, okay. based on so everything else he said. You're going based on your bias, your own feelings, no, and concluding his words. that. His but other, other words. people might conclude otherwise based on his words no. because we have it, we've acknowledged that those words are not particularly super clear. No, I'm going off his other words. So his other words where he's literally talked about other Arab nations that are perfectly fine and other Arabs he's talked to, he doesn't think like sewage. Is literally not a case where he believes literally every Arab likes sewage. That's such a stupid interpretation that is just inane, completely inane. Like, no. Like, you could ask him, like, do, do you literally think all Arabs like sewage? What do you think he's going to say? I mean, we already have his words on it. He already said, uh, "We." I showed this to everyone. Everyone watching right now saw the tweet with their own eyes. Arabs like to blow things up and live in open sewage. He said it with his own words. We don't even have to go anything else like that. Are you? Are you? Are you for real right now? Like again, this is one of those examples where uh, we're just coming down to. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, maybe we'll borrow Ben Shapiro's own words here, but facts don't care about your feelings, Tom. Um, and and the facts of the situation are that your argument is incoherent. You don't actually you don't actually have a standard that you would stand by for deplatforming. You just don't like in this particular case that maybe you don't like Ben Shapiro, but regardless, you don't like that Ben Shapiro could be fairly deplatformed. And when I ask you why, and I inquire using reason and logic. You don't actually have an answer for that besides I feel like people who think that's racist are stupid. But to me, that's not an argument. Just calling people that you don't agree with stupid is not an argument. That's just you venting your feelings. And once again, facts don't care about your feelings. Right, because that's quoting out of context. You're not actually taking the context. As you literally said, the context doesn't matter. I didn't say that literally. I said explicitly that the context makes it just as bad. I said it explicitly. The context is just as bad. I can look back again. I'm pretty sure you said the context doesn't matter. But sure. uh, again, just taking this quote out of context, not applying the gen- principle of charity. Like these, these are known fallacies in philosophy. We know this is dumb. You doing this is dumb. This is not my opinion. This is just standard philosophy. Not applying the principle of charity to what he's saying, not applying the context and understanding what he's saying 
is ridiculous. Like that, that, but that is an objective standard. That's a standard in philosophy. Like you have to take the words, apply it to the most rational way possible. It's in the context of the Israel-Palestine conflict. Like to think that a human being could rationally think that literally all Arabs live in sewage or like to live in sewage. Like, do you, could any rational human being really think that? Like, wait, wait, no. you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I, I feel like you're almost comedically refusing to acknowledge what he's actually saying there. Do you think do you think that every person who makes a racist statement has to literally believe like some like like if if somebody makes a racist statement about black people, do you believe that they that they have to be making like some sort of scientific statement about every single black person or do you think that they could be expressing with their words and their choice of words a sentiment such as white supremacy. Like if somebody spends a lot of time talking about, I don't know, if somebody was to say something like, uh, like Ben Shapiro did about Palestinians, um, or in his words, Arabs, quote unquote, if, if somebody was to say that about black people, I think you could very reasonably conclude that that person doesn't have very good uh, thoughts about black people in general. Sure, I think what could- you're doing here, I think what you're doing here is you're not, you're not actually applying anything about charity. I think that you're just refusing to acknowledge a fact that's in front of you because it's inconvenient to your narrative. Could, could the fact admit- of the matter is that in this particular example and in the hypotheticals that I brought to you, in these examples, we can conclude that somebody is capable of being racist and that people are capable of using their free speech to advocate that that person no longer has a platform to project their racism or their hate or their toxic political ideologies or anything along those lines. So could he have meant that the Palestinian government was the problem and it had nothing to do with Arabs and the individuals? Is that, is that a possible interpretation of what he said? I, I don't believe so. No, I think that that is an absurd thing. When you when you make a statement like, and I'll explain to you why, although again, we are fixating on this one tweet. It seems like you really want to like, again, do PR for, B, for Ben Shapiro. But let me explain to you. When you specifically highlight Israelis versus Arabs, which are two ethnic groups, and then you say that Arabs like to blow things up and live in open sewage. To me, that is pretty hard to, it would be very, very irrational to stretch that out and say, oh, he's actually talking about the government officials, that it's the government officials who like to live in open sewage and not the people that he's talking about when he explicitly highlights two ethnic groups. Come on, this is ridiculous. Does anyone in the audience actually believe, like you're you're playing a level of, I'm sorry, maybe this is an ad hom, but you're playing dumb is what it sounds like to me. So any rational minds could interpret this tweet as saying that the Palestinians, the Arabs he's talking about, like to bomb people, as in shoot rockets into Israel, because that's the point. And that he, they, well, why did he why didn't he say rockets why, instead why of bombs? All right, we, I'm just yeah, asking. We do have to give I'm wondering what's going on. There's like synonyms. if you're talking like, about literalism, what, 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 we do we do have to give there's synonyms. We do have to give Tom a chance to respond. Go ahead, Tom. Like like language. Demon Mama, you did interrupt him. So, so I, that is fair um, for me to jump in here. Okay. Okay. So again, any rational minds can interpret this to mean that oh, the Palestinians and Hamas who are launching rockets into Israel every day, Arabs like to shoot bombs. Like a pretty accurate statement there, referencing the Hamas and the Palestinians who like to attack Israel, Uh, and they like to live in sewage, referencing the bad healthcare system that the Palestinians aren't doing. The Palestinian government isn't doing anything about. This is clearly not about the personal preferences of the Arabs themselves. No, this is not clearly remotely about that. This is a contrasting the two governments. He's literally saying this is an easy choice because he's talking about the choice between who should you support Israel or should you support Palestine. Israel provides healthcare. Palestine doesn't. The context of the suite is clearly obvious. Like the fact that you can't see this is just is baffling to me.
I, I, I strongly disagree with your prescription here. Um, I think that you are granting a, a almost comical amount of undue, uh, not even, I wouldn't even call this charitability. It, you're just lying about what was being said. You're making, you're reading into his words, a very convenient narrative to your viewpoint while also showing that you actually agree with him about these sentiments. And I think that's very clear to everyone watching. I don't really know if we can go much further back and forth on this particular topic. You've already shown that you agree with his sentiment and that you don't think that there's any possible way. Well, you've actually contradicted yourself. You've said you do believe it's possible for people to rationally conclude that that is racist. And then you've also said, but they would be stupid for doing so. And so I don't know, like, it sounds to me like, I, I don't know. It sounds to me like you're more interested in doing defense for Ben Shapiro than actually coming to any truth on this particular matter. I could be wrong, but um, personally, I think what was said there is racist. And I do think that uh, regardless of whether Ben Shapiro's individual tweet is racist or not, that as a general rule, websites like Twitter, YouTube, um, and also the denizens of college campuses have every right to use their free speech to push back on potentially dangerous or harmful people coming on there. Now, do I think there are some examples that are extreme? Sure. But we haven't really discussed any of those. And in fact, you've sort of spent your time here defending one of the most extreme and clear-cut examples of obvious racism and violation of the TOS in the name of what? I don't know. Trying to say that like... I don't know. I, I, again, I'll leave this one up for the audience to determine whether they think that that your statement about your statements about Arabs are reasonable or not racist. But I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to recognize that that is a racist statement, whether you agree with it or whether you agree with the racist statement or not. It is nonetheless a racist statement. And I, I, I can only hope that like people aren't as dishonest as, as the way that you've been framing it, because I really don't feel like that is an honest analysis of this tweet. And I don't think that if you were to read any other tweet from anyone else who wasn't Ben Shapiro, who you seem to have come on here to defend that you would come to the same conclusions. Yeah. I just think pretty much your entire position is completely delusional. If you look at Ben Shapiro's Excellent. work, uh, he's specifically talked about this issue a lot. This is not something he's quiet about. He specifically said the things I've said many times. And if we were just to ask him, what did you mean by this tweet? My interpretation or yours, I'm willing to bet a large sum of money. I'm going to be the one right here. I'm the one who's giving him the charitable interpretation. Um, actually, I, if I'm not mistaken, he actually spoke about this tweet and he made an apology for this tweet because he said that it was racist in his own words. And yeah, apologize. Yeah, definitely, you can interpret it as racist, but I think his intention, what he meant by it, wasn't at all. Which well, but is why even he, he disagrees with you. So this is where this is no, where I've, no, no, I've no, revealed no, no. I've revealed the no, information that you didn't. Don't expect. interrupt. Stop. Don't interrupt. He apologized because his intention was not racist, and it came across as racist because he made a mistake in the way that he phrased it. So you made the error here. You called him racist when he wasn't just because of his poor use of language, which is exactly the the issue when people deplatform because of, oh, just careless language that you interpret oh, oh. as racist. I'm sorry. Um, I should be clear. Uh, if somebody... Um, just because, first of all, just because somebody apologizes for something doesn't necessarily mean um, that they're that they didn't do harm with the with the language that they chose. But hey, guess what? If somebody goes onto Twitter and tweets at me, I am going to kill you tomorrow night. And then they later go, but I was just kidding, haha. That doesn't mean that they didn't do something that's violent in violation of the TOS. Your position here is ridiculous. You've basically said you've basically projected onto Ben Shapiro the idea that he didn't actually mean it. And they've also assumed that his apology is 100% good, that there was no harm done by the words that he said. And even he admitted that the words that he chose 
whether they misled people or whether they accomplished what he wanted and he's just you know trying to save face pr given that he's literally a professional rhetorician um that that this statement the language used was very very uh bad let's put it that way he in his own words so i i just don't know where you're coming from on this except for to say that you're now bending over backwards to continue defending ben shapiro and for what i don't i don't understand i, I don't you just not like even talking about the same points I'm talking about. I don't care about Ben Shapiro. That's not the point here. The point is that you applying an evil narrative or an evil intention. To I didn't speak, apply an evil narrative. It's racist. Well, all right. Just no, no, be I stated, Well, let's see. Well, I, I, sorry. I, I mean, I, I thought this was a, a relatively fine back and forth. I just wanted to, to say right there, like I never stated that that was, that's my conclusion. I also stated that it was reasonable that other people would come to that conclusion. I never I was very careful walking into this to discuss this from a position of trying to remove my own perspective or be clear about my own bias. I do believe that that is a racist statement, but I also understand that many other people would conclude that. And that even if other people don't think it is that the fact that so many people would conclude that means that it's probably a valid and eligible example of something that should be deplatformed. Right. And I would say that's a mistake. I'd say that interpreting the words in a racist way, even if it was carelessly spoken, is an error if you don't put it in the context, which is clearly not racist. Like the, the context was not racist. If you understood what he was saying, then you can ask him to clarify that, ask him to apologize for that. That's fine. And banning someone because they said words that you interpret as racist is wrong. Like clearly if they said something like, I'm going to kill you or something like, yes, clearly that's bad. Words that can clearly be interpreted as not racist and are specifically about a contextualized point no you shouldn't ban people for that that's that's not correct okay i'm ready but to go even, to but, I've, I've but recognized right again recognize again that ben shapiro himself as far as i know issued an apology for this tweet because it was racist because it, it because he chose words that made that quite clear that that's what it is so i just don't agree with your i don't agree with this seemingly impossible nebulous standard that seems only to justify not getting rid of people who make racist statements when they do. And sorry, but uh, yeah, I think that we, yes, I think that platforms standard... have a, I, I have, I believe that, that, that platforms have the right to remove someone who's making their space toxic. I believe that students have the right to push for uh, the grand dragon of the KKK or Ben Shapiro or anyone to not come on. And if there's a majority of those students who who conclude that that's fair, I think that's perfectly fair, well within their freedom, the, the freedom of speech of themselves, the freedom of uh, of, of self-determination okay. of, the, of the college. Given yeah. that, so, so, uh, let's see. So what we'll do is, given that uh, Demon Mama had the opening statement, Tom will give you a really short wrap up and then we'll jump into the Q&A. Yeah, my standard is apply the principle of charity. It's not really a vague standard. This one coming in from, thanks for your questions, folks, Beef Wellington. I do want to remind you, folks, our guests are linked in the description. We do appreciate our guests as the guests are the lifeblood of the channel. And so you can find their links below so you can hear more from them regarding this issue and many others. So jumping into the question and answer, Beef Wellington, thanks for your question, said deplatforming someone only further radicalizes them. It removes them from civil discourse and runs them underground and forces them into echo chambers, making it worse. Uh, I disagree with that claim. Um, while yes, it usually does, the individual who is deplatformed usually does go to uh, like a smaller or quieter place. The idea that it will only have bad outcomes is not reflected in reality. Um, in fact, that was what I had prepared for us to talk about today. I have an entire document um, discussing 
um, the deplatforming of two particularly controversial figures, both uh, Nick Fuentes and Milo Yiannopoulos, both of whom indeed have moved to more extreme platforms, but their reach has been diminished so greatly that only their most rabid fans still follow them. In fact, it is so drastic that um, I, I could go on about this for an hour about, about Milo Yiannopoulos specifically, um, how he was going on campus after campus after campus pre pre-deplatforming, and then after many of his absolutely atrocious statements about, and I'm sorry to have to bring up this term even, but child sexual abuse, when his, when those statements were made public, uh, he basically lost not only most of his websites, but since then has been re removed from almost every platform. His reach is incredibly, incredibly diminished, and I would argue for re relatively good reason. And in fact, the places that he used to inhabit putting out these horrible opinions are much cleaner as a result. We don't have a YouTube where somebody is going out advocating in favor of child sexual abuse, which Milo Yiannopoulos did do. Um, and, uh, and I think that's a fine thing. I think it's fine for that platform not to have him on there. Gotcha. And this one coming in from Sunflower says, Demon Mama, the act of banning people has existed online forever. The word quote unquote deplatform was not even used in online circles until recently. Okay. Yeah. Deplatforming is, is not just banning. There are many forms of deplatforming. That was literally my open statement, uh, opening statement. Um, deplatforming comes in many forms. Uh, in some cases, a ban could be one of them. Um, but there are many different ways of deplatforming someone. Another way, another to, to provide a specific example to this question, the person asking this question. Well, uh, a perfect example of this is, say, a college campus that, after polling its students, concludes that someone would be dangerous to have on campus, saying, "Sorry, we're not giving you a speaking deal because it wouldn't be good for our students." That's another form of deplatforming. Deplatforming is a broad term. This is pretty well recognized. This next one from Beef Wellington says, social media is the new public square. Entrusting billionaire tech oligarchs to decide the fate of public discourse is a dangerous path to go down. Uh, I would agree with you. Um, on, I would agree with you 100% on that. Uh, I don't trust um, unaccountable tech oligarchs as the answer. However, um, uh, that doesn't mean that I think that they shouldn't have the right to curate their spaces. I think we need a better solution. I believe that some form of publicly owned social media alternatives would be a very, very good start to begin with that. Um, but uh, as it stands right now, for much as much as people want social media to be the new public square, it's not there yet. And I do agree with you that, it, like, I strongly agree. Like, I'm hugely critical of these corporations. I spend all kinds of time talking about this on my channel. I myself have suffered a very unfair ban at the hands of YouTube, which was thankfully resolved. But um, I think I agree with you that, like, tech oligarchs, like, commanding this is not good. But that is the state of the world as it is. And we have we're, we're talking about a different issue. I do agree that's a problem. But we don't fix it by saying that you can't take people who are doing racism off your platform. Sorry. Gotcha. Decepticons Forever, thanks for your question. Comment says, Cosby was taken off the air even though his show wasn't intrinsically harmful media. The creator was just unsavory for the networks. Yeah, uh, that happens. And there are some examples where I would say that uh, somebody being taken off the air is fair. And there are some examples where I think it's not fair. Um yeah, I don't think that I don't think you can make a generalization because of Bill Cosby. Uh, Bill Cosby is one such example. I mean, what Bill Cosby did was uh, very upsetting to many people. And uh, 
I mean, if you look at his, the, the history of his show, his show was mostly kids television. So a lot of people concluded, hey, maybe we shouldn't have this guy who's being accused of multiple rapes and has now been convicted, I think, of two of them, um, that, uh, that, uh, that he probably shouldn't be running a bunch of kids shows. I don't know. That doesn't seem too unreasonable to me. But there are some examples of unreasonable times. But again, those are individual examples that we could discuss if we wanted to. Gotcha. And Oliver Catwell, thanks for your super chat. Said one should neither debate nor deplatform the question of hitting that like button. Please, please do. If you enjoyed this debate tonight, folks, True. if it was a fun one, which I think this was a juicy and fun one, we really do appreciate our guests. Please do hit that like, especially if you want to see another one of this same topic or these same debaters, as we are excited about the future and we have a lot of juicy debates coming up. Beef Wellington, thanks for your question said, what's, the, what's to stop the government from labeling criticism against it as quote-unquote hate speech and using social media as a tool to silence dissent? Uh, I mean, there's a lot that would stop them. I mean, in, in America, we have constitutional protections from that. Um, the government uh, can't declare criticism as hate speech because we have a constitutional process that would prevent those laws from being enforced and carried out. Um, obviously our constitutional process isn't perfect, but that is one of the things that would prevent it. Um, I think that's not, again, I don't think that government censorship is the same issue as deplatforming. It's, they're not the same. Um, I, I do think that perhaps the government could participate in deplatforming, but there would need to be evidence of that. As far as we know, the U S government doesn't even have that much of a say with regard to social media, for example, we know that enemies of the U.S. still have platform, still have their platforms um, on Twitter. Uh, like literally, like terrorist leaders have had their platform on Twitter for some reason, which I think is a criticism of Twitter. But we know that the U.S. government doesn't have some sort of like secret control over Twitter. We have lot. We have a pretty robust uh, system of, of freedom of speech, and I'm thankful for that. Gotcha. And this next one coming in from. Stephen Steen says, I love James. Thank you, Stephen. And Baron Von G says, Demon Mamas, do we throw people? I don't understand this question, but maybe either of you will get it in terms of the context and what it refers to from the debate. He said, do we throw people off of a rooftop for being gay in North America or Europe? Uh, that sounds pretty, that sounds like a, like a, I'm, I'm sorry to do this, but that sounds like they're trying to make a reference to like a racist stereotype about some countries i i don't know uh yeah i mean matthew shepard died in america so i mean we're not exactly the best place ever on gay rights i'm sure we're better than other places but no place is perfect and uh some places are way worse than others uh right now in america all over the country there are states that are pushing to unban um conversion therapy which is torture so i don't know I, I think that people should perhaps be a little bit more uh informed on this issue before trying to make sort of like dog whistles or 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 uh stereotypes about other countries i can't remember that issue didn't come up during the debate did it i don't think it did no and i didn't think so bob loblong thanks for your comments that demon mama is correct rhetorically i'm skeptical though gotcha well they, they think you're correct just uh, everybody's a critic, I tell you. Don't worry, Demon Mama. Yeah, it's true. I get my, I get my share. To Tony, thanks to your question, said, what? I want to be able to stop people from speaking because my fifis. What? Okay. Yeah, I just, sorry that I even read that. Baron Manji. <laughs> you guys, okay. Baron Manji says, I don't care how 
Racist he is. Freedom of speech. The racist should get his time to speak. Okay. Um, I mean, they get their time to speak, but freedom of speech doesn't mean entitlement to a platform. Twitter owns their platform for better or worse, and they can decide if they want racists screaming on their platform. And as it turns out, they don't because it makes their platform terrible. So, yeah, uh, but there's nothing stopping that racist from walking around and being racist or talking to talking on his back porch about his racism. But when he goes into an online establishment like Twitter, which is owned by Twitter, uh, again, for better or worse, um, whether where you fall on that sort, whole thing is not related to this question. They have a right to say we don't want racism on here. I mean, remember, at the end of the day, they have to run a site and their users need to be happy with the site. As it turns out, there's a lot of people who aren't, white that use twitter and if there's lots of racism on there they might not use twitter so twitter has decided they don't want racism on there i don't know what the big deal is gotcha and this one coming in from raw nakedness says allegedly this is a quote from ben shapiro what does the what does tom think of this shapiro quote quote if you wear your pants below your butt don't bend the brim of your cap and have an ebt card you have a zero percent chance you'll ever be successful in life uh, I don't understand what most of that means, um, but I think it's a generalization that if you don't dress in accordance with society, then you probably are less likely to be get a job. I don't know what an EBT card is. Gotcha. This one coming in from Actual Socialist Trash. <laughs> My favorite name. It says, not much to say today. Love you, Demon Mama. Like and sub to Modern Day Debate for pics of James in a mankini. Those yet to come. And Baron Von G says, Demon Mama sounds... Let's see. Let's see. They said, I don't, they said, demon mama, I don't like what you, therefore. Okay. Yeah. So we're looking for more substantive questions, folks. P Barnes says if, if theoretically Shapiro was trying to generalize in the tweet, how would he have written it differently? Oh, is that for me? I don't think so. I think that's for me. Okay. So, uh, he could have written it the exact same way with that intention, but the goal is that you, if you can interpret it to be the other way and he didn't intend it, then it would be wrong to ban him. So if there is a context in which like he was a KKK member or something and said that, then you'd put it in context. I mean, he probably was trying to be racist and in case it would be justified to remove him. If the context means it was just bad phrasing and his intention was not to be racist, then it would be wrong to try to ban him for that. Gotcha. And this question coming in from P. Barr, from Beef Wellington says, deplatforming always leans in the left-leaning political person's favor. Terms of service are vaguely defined and arbitrarily enforced. Lefty uh, mobs violate the same rules, such as doxing and harassment, and don't get banned by Twitter. Social media bias is obvious. Uh, I'm glad. It's nice that you feel that way, but um, that's simply not true. And I would I would challenge you to produce any evidence, any actual meaningful evidence that that's the case. In fact, the latest study, one that I was just reading the other day, and admittedly I haven't finished reading yet because I haven't I haven't had time. Um, but the latest study on this actually proves that social media has a still has a bias against left-wing people. A great example of this as an anecdote is that every single, I am, I am a trans woman and every single video that I post that has the word trans in it or, or talks about trans issues gets demonetized immediately. Um, so that's just an anecdotal one. And the current research seems to say the opposite. 
but you're entitled to feel whatever you want. Gotcha. And this question coming in from Brandon says, middle guy, best guy. I don't know who that is. Is that me? I don't know. But thank you for your kind words. They say, love you, James. I think I don't know what you mean by middle. But nonetheless, Will Stewart, thank you for your question. Says, Demon Mama, how can saying, quote, Arab be racist when it isn't an ethnic group? Is saying North Americans, quote, unquote, racist? Um, I mean, we all know that like these, I mean, this is a very, very pedantic quote. Like, yeah, technically it is uh, an ethnic uh, or a regionalist uh, prejudice, but we all know what it means. We know that people, uh, uh, we know that people refer to racial groups when they, when they use terms like that. Like, this is just, you're just being pedantic. Like, we all know that this is the case. Like, that's, sorry, that's not like a particularly serious question like that's like being like i I don't know uh if somebody went on a rant about like like a a horrifying rant about like italian people or french people that it's like oh that can't be discriminatory because it's it's nationalist instead of racist we know what's being talked about like this is just you're just you're just splitting hairs gotcha and this question coming in from oliver catwell comment more so says though not a fan i respect that ben shapiro publishes a list of quote-unquote dumb stuff I've ever done, which includes the Arab tweet in question. Then, looking at other questions, Baron Von G, this might be something you've, roughly speaking, addressed, Demon Mama, so let me know otherwise if you want to respond. They said, even if Shapiro is racist, he still has the right of freedom of speech. And what are we going to censor next if we censor what Shapiro had said? He's a racist, so what? Uh, I mean, again, this is, I don't think that this is an example of, uh, like government censorship. I think that's like just patently false to make that claim, that equivalency. These are very different things. Um, and, uh, who knows, uh, like, I, I don't think that it's a matter of censorship. I think that it's a matter of a company and a community that uses that company's product, having a right to, to, to speak on their own again ben shapiro has still will always have his right to free speech it's just that you're just because you you have a right to free speech doesn't mean that you're entitled to every single platform there are many uh quote unquote pro free speech websites you can still post on 4chan if you want to um there's all kinds of places you can say those things it's just that like we acknowledge that like there's lots of places that aren't appropriate for that type of discussion and as it turns out twitter doesn't think that it's appropriate for that type of discussion you can take it elsewhere you're not entitled to like Twitter shouldn't be legally required to allow you to go on a racist screed just because you want to like it's their website. And there's a community of people who use that who might not want to see it. I mean, that's like kind of saying that, like, uh, like just because you play guitar, that you should be entitled to play Madison Square Garden. That's absurd. They get to choose who gets to play at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, sorry. Gotcha. And this one coming in from Will Stewart said, Demon Mama, if I see Germans like to have good social programs, but North Americans like to eat sewage like McDonald's, would that be wrong? Uh, I mean, I think it would be very stereotypical and prejudiced, yeah. Gotcha. This I, mean, one I don't know. In. Like, what, what do you want? Like, I don't know. Like, okay. Yeah, gotcha. it would be stupid. This one coming in from Super K Pill says, Demon Mama, do Ben Shapiro's intentions matter at all in that tweet or any others if he didn't mean to come off racist and apologized doesn't that count for something um i I think it could but i don't think it does for the purposes of this conversation um like intent 
is, of course, we always consider intent, but you can never know intent. Um, and if somebody is like like displaying a, a gross negligence towards the reason, like the the responsibility of their messaging, I think that that platform has a right to just be like, yeah, you might not have meant it that way but you said some pretty bad stuff. Like, I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know, maybe my uncle is trying to, maybe my racist uncle was trying to be very, very nice when he said the N word multiple times. Um, but I think that uh, most people would reasonably conclude that that does not, that that's not the case. And that even if he was meaning it nicely, that it wasn't appropriate for the, uh, for the space that he was in. And Twitter has the right to do that as well. Gotcha. This one coming in from Chris Chalice says T jump. Terms like sewage dweller are not literal. Dirty rat doesn't mean the target is literally a rodent with cleanliness issues. Obviously. I mean, the point there was that Ben's intention was not to be racist. He didn't intend to be racist. He, I don't think he is racist. I think that that was a generalization, just a careless uses of the term, which is why he apologized for it and admitted it was a mistake because his intention there was simply to characterize Palestinian Hamas governments and he just did it carelessly which is why I don't think it would be okay to ban him I think intention does matter and if you can read into it that there was a reason or intention there that was not racist then it would be wrong to ban them it would just be like okay you made a mistake you have maybe like a temporary ban sure okay I'd be fine with that but just banning them outright because of a in clearly not intentioned racist statement would be not a good thing to do Gotcha. This one coming in from Joashim West. Thanks for your super sticker and bubblegum gun. Thanks for your question. Who said corporations and the state are not independent. They often work together. You are admitting conspiracy to silence, quote unquote, hate speech for a political end. Um, I think that's a, a ridiculous claim um, and is well out of the context of this particular conversation. If you have examples where you can show that the government, like, like, I mean, I think that there are examples of the government and corporations working together, but you have to be able to substantiate that, right? Like, you can't just make a claim and say that. Like, I would say that, for example, um, like, uh, regulatory capture is a great example of corporations working with the government and working together against certain people in our country. Um, regulatory capture, but regulatory capture can be verified. You can point at it with examples. I don't think that I can't think of any um, I can't think of any examples or any evidence that like the government has been telling Twitter to like not to not allow racism. Like I think that Twitter just came to that conclusion on their own based on talking to their users. So like, I mean, I do agree. There are times where governments and, and corporations work together, but you got to have evidence. If you're going to make a claim, you can't just like, I don't know, vaguely conspiracy post. Gotcha. And this one coming in from super K pill says demon mama. Are you for free speech or do you want hate speech laws? Um, I mean, of course I support uh, free speech, but I just, I mean, everyone wants some limits on free speech. There's no such thing as a free speech absolutist. No one is, not even the most extreme ones, not even like the most extreme free speech people I can think of. Um, and and so I, I do support free speech, um, but I think that there are examples of, of, of certain uh, types of advocacy that could probably be uh, reasonably 
evidenced as being harmful. Like, for example, I think that like if you're going out and you're giving speeches that are inciting direct violence against a group of people, I think it's perfectly fine for us, us as a society to go, hey, that's like not OK. This is yeah, technically we're giving up some of our free speech, but the ability of somebody to go or like the ability of 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 individuals of a minority group to like live their lives without fear of getting like a, a, a hate mob incited on them um, is, is outweigh, outweighs the benefit of like letting somebody be able to incite a hate mob. Like, I think that there are reasonable and non, like, I think a lot of people do scaremongering on this. I just think there's a lot of ways that you can make reasonable free speech laws that, uh, that, that are designed specifically to protect free speech while outlawing the most ridiculous and violent and, and horrible forms of, of speech that we, we all agree are bad. Gotcha. And quick comments that you guys might want to respond to. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Bubblegum Gun says, the First Amendment is a scam, just like the second. Mm, interesting. Ex- and then, excuse me, but is their name. And they said, love this debate topic. Do it again. So glad you enjoyed it. And want to remind you, our guests are linked in the description. We appreciate them. And want to, folks, want to remind you, as always, want to encourage you to attack the arguments, not the person. And that, folks, sometimes when I see people buck up against that idea, I'm like baffled that some people, I mean, I hope it's obvious that when you attack the person, people are probably going to assume that it's because you can't attack the arguments in a strong way. And so I just can't fathom how some, it's a really small percent. So I do want to say thank you to the 99% of you in the chat who are actually polite and reasonable. And so to the rest of you, we will destroy you. Super K-Pill, thanks for your question, says Demon Mama says, are you, we got that one. Super K-Pill says, T-Jump, do you agree that social media companies have the right to ban whoever they want? Uh, yes, unfortunately, I'm definitely for private property, but I do think there should be some kind of government oversight that makes some kind of regulatory thing that makes it that they can't just ban anybody they want. I would like that. I don't know what that would mean, but I, it is currently legal and they do have that right. Gotcha. And juicy one from Sarah Jenkins who says dog or what is it? Harris said deplatforming is bad for society. Shermer and Harris explain why though they think media oligarchs should step up their game. Each of your thoughts? I don't yeah, know. I agree. I agree with their positions. I don't, I don't know. Um, Juicy. I don't know and what that's referencing. Flamenco TV said deplatforming panders to, I don't, I can't even understand your sentence. No offense. Posadas John says, actually given the context and how Israel prevents Palestine from improving, improving by bombing and keeping them locked in an open-air prison, the tweet is racist. I, I personally do agree with that sentiment, Posadas John. Uh, I, I do agree that uh, there is multiple layers to the uh, badness of that tweet. But uh, admittedly, that's neither really here nor there for the purpose of this conversation. But yes, personally, I do agree with that. Chessa, thank you for your question. Said bigotry and prejudice is bad. Defending it is weird and enabling it. Allowing anything but crime, benefits, racists, etc., by equating hate with the First Amendment. Any thoughts? Uh, I think there's some truth to that statement as well. Uh, Like again, um, we have to in in making any society, in organizing ourselves in any society, it is a simple fact that we have there's a lot of give and take in building a functioning society and sometimes we have to recognize that uh 
if if we allow uh, Nazis to freely advocate for violence or freely advocate for uh, persecution of, say, Jewish people, that that means that Jewish people who live in our country will not have the freedom that they're entitled by the rest of our constitution. So yeah, I do agree with that sentiment in some ways. I think we have to measure these things carefully. I do think freedom of speech is important, but I think that there are um, reasonable limits that we should acknowledge and, and look at. Gotcha. And Tony Naduski says, Demon Mama, I think that basically he said repeating, we know what they meant, quote unquote, seems like you're kind of, you could say, uh, you could say imbuing their intentions with your kind of own statements. I think they're they're trying to say that, do you in any way, they're kind of trying to challenge you in saying that we know what they meant is... Maybe. I think um, I think that's in reference to my answer to the previous question about w- whether it's possible to be whether it was the right choice of word to say racist when they were targeting Arabs, which is like a broad national like national and 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 ethnic group. I I think that this is just this is just pedantry. Um, what I mean is that like. When somebody is being, when somebody is talking about a broad group of people, if you if you say it's racist versus it's prejudiced, is is a is splitting hairs. So I don't think that you've added anything to that previous question. I never said about Ben Shapiro that we know what they mean. In fact, I was very careful to uh, present about Ben Shapiro the 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 fact that people could interpret it either way, but a lot of people, because of the words that were chose chosen are going to interpret it in in a specific way, including, once again, Ben Shapiro himself. So, yeah. Gotcha. Will Stewart says, T-Jump, if 100 million people call themselves Arabs, both black and white and multiple other ethnic groups, their source, they say, is the University of Pennsylvania, is it a racial statement? Not if the intention was to not be racist, no. That's kind of the point, is the intention. Can it be interpreted both ways? Yes, but the rational way to interpret it is to look at the intention and the context. So that's what I think matters. The, the context matters. Gotcha. Bubblegum Gun says, big tech and government positions are a rotating door. You admitting to regulatory capture admits that you know there is no such thing as free speech under mixed economies. Um, I disagree. Uh I disagree. I think that's a totally different conversation than what we're having here, though. I I disagree with their analysis there. I mean, yes, obviously, we know there are huge issues with government corruption, but that the idea that like just because there's government corruption, that that means every single conspiracy theory that you dream up is automatically true is silly. That's silly. That's a silly position. You have to provide evidence for the things that you're claiming. And yes, indeed, there are examples of regulatory capture. There are indeed examples of corruption, but provide evidence for that. Don't just say things vaguely because you're mad. Gotcha. Baron Varnji says, freedom of speech means all platforms. Once you decide a topic is taboo, you can just switch topics at any time. What if they decide that transgender is designated as taboo? I have no idea what that sentence means. Gotcha. I'm not sure either. And Could you this say it one... again? Huh? Could you read it again? They had said, freedom of speech means all platforms. So I, I think maybe they're trying to say that if you have real freedom of speech according to the first amendment then you'd be able to see what you want on all platforms like freedom of speech would apply to private corporations and private property kind of a thing 
I think that that's what they're saying, which I, I know Demon Mama, you disagree with. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I think that's ridiculous. If, if you're if you say you're a free speech absolutist, I don't think you've thought about your positions long enough. I mean, you under your argument, the idea that you're free to say whatever you want would whenever you want means that you would support people being able to make, I don't know, like fake manuals on how to operate your lawnmower that would result in you your lawnmower blowing up on you and killing you and that that would be perfectly legal come on this is ridiculous this is nobody no person who's really thought through their position is going to come to that conclusion that's silly they also said once you decide a topic is taboo you can just switch it at any time namely you can i think they're saying it's based on someone's whim now like it's arbitrary they can just now what if they soon say that transgender is a a taboo as well oh i mean it already is and i know that firsthand so i mean you you made an attempt but like uh, it it literally already is taboo and we deal with that and the way that we deal with that is by pointing out that like um hey like there are some things that are worthy of being against and there's some things that are not for example um we, we do this all the time we make ethical distinctions this is like i don't know this is like a morally this feels like this feels like a trolling an- uh, question almost because it's like we decide things that are good and bad all the time. I think that there is no good argument for why we should treat trans people like myself with a uh, a horrific taboo because that's ridiculous. Um, but we probably should treat uh, Nazis with a t- with a bit of societal taboo because they advocate for killing a lot of people. They advocate for ethnostates, and those are bad things. This is you're 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 vaguely referencing at the fact that humans conclude that some things are good and some things are bad and some things aren't bad and whatever. Like, yeah. OK. Gosh, and this one from Flamenco TV says deplatforming panders to those who are kind of wanting to carry out their own agenda. Is there so I know that as a blanket statement, obviously, Demon Mama, you disagree with that. I think uh, Tom would probably even largely disagree with that. But I, I'm curious, like, are there any cases in which people actually are trying to deplatform for their own kind of some sort of narcissistic, you know, that like they only think their own view? And this could be on either side of the political, not trying to oh, say yeah, it. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been the, I've been the target of such things like that. I mean, I've I've had a I mean, I've I've had my uh, like the last like, I don't know, maybe like two months ago for like a four month stretch, there was somebody who was constantly advocating that I be deplatformed. Uh, uh, fortunately for myself and for many others, I didn't do anything worthy of being deplatformed and also, uh, their arguments sucked. So yeah, I mean, people can advocate for whatever they want, but we can do that anyway. Like anybody can say that that it's people's right to advocate for it. And, and, uh, if, if I was going around, you know, uh, making horrifically racist statements and some people decided, hey, you're really racist and you're violating the YouTube TOS and they wanted to report me for that, that would be well within their right. The thing is, I haven't violated their YouTube TOS and I haven't said anything virulently racist. So, yeah, I just I, I don't know what the what the what the question is getting at. Uh, some people like if you do something and people get mad at you, they might succeed in convincing other people that you didn't do it uh, something right. That's part of free speech. Yeah. Gotcha. And this one coming in. I know we're we're coming up to the two hour mark, so we're going to wrap up pretty quick here. But let's see. Bubblegum Gun said, you're just saying government is language laundering. Um, what? I don't understand it either. But okay. Rumpley Depew says, T jump DM, Demon Mama, can we agree that public universities deplatforming speakers because of threats from opposing views and bending to the wishes of a majority student group over a minority group is a First Amendment violation and tyranny? 
Uh, uh, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say something like tyranny, but yeah, that sounds pretty bad. If, uh, if you have like, uh, for example, and this has happened many, many times in the past, like say, for example, you have like a, a person, a gay person who's going on a campus to talk about their experiences being gay and a, like a Christian group comes in and, and protests the shit out of it. Uh, well, they have a right to protest. I think that's a bad example of deplatforming. And I could make a case for why it's a bad example of deplatforming. Like I said, I don't think all... I said this very clearly at the beginning. I don't think all forms of deplatforming are automatically valid, but deplatforming is just a set of tactics. We have to an- analyze whether it's being used. That's like being like, I don't know, like deplatforming is like a hammer. You can use a hammer for good things. You can use a hammer for bad things. It's just about how you use it. Gotcha. And want to let you know, folks, at Monarchy Debate, we are a neutral platform. We welcome you from all walks of life, whether you be Christian, atheist, gay, straight, black, white, Republican, Democrat, you name it. We are glad you are here, and we hope you feel welcome. So we are going to wrap up, but want to remind you that our guests are linked in the description. We really do appreciate our guests. And so, again, folks, want to remind you, as always, attack the arguments, not the person. And thank you so much to T-Jump and Demon Mama for being here with us. It's been a true pleasure to have you. I got to tell Absolutely. you, people have really, a lot of positive feedback. People have said that this is the best debate we've had in a while. And I agree. Damn. This has been phenomenal. So thank you so much, T-Jump and Demon Mama. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. And uh, if any of you out there feeling like you want to ask me some further questions about my positions or whatever, feel free to come by my website, demonmama.com. I always do Q&A afterwards. Uh, James, thank you so very much for coming on. And, and Tom, thanks for going up against me today. Yep. Thanks, Dean and Mama. Glad to have you on. Happy to talk with you. And thanks, James, for hosting as always. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will be back in a moment, folks, with a post-credit scene on upcoming debates like this one you see on the bottom right of your screen. So stick around and I'll be back in just a sec. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.